We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by the go, you know the you know the thing. A new world order. Hello, everybody. This is Aaron Cole here with the Cole Report. Hope everybody's doing fine. I made it in the to the office this morning. I'm pretty proud of myself. Last week was feeling like dog shit. Couldn't talk hardly. Couldn't even swallow my own spit. And that's not a good way to do a show. I already got enough things holding me back. I don't need anything to add to that. But uh, we're coming to you live via the the powerful ATN.live where you can find a bunch of other great shows. I think next week we should have some commercials up going like we do for the, the Shepard and Bella show, but that'll be great. You can find other shows like the, the Rained Out Rantcast. We got Berserker Survival coming, the Conspiracy Chicks, a bunch of great shows. Uh, down at the bottom of the page, there is a support button if you can. And if you can't, just, just share it with everybody. Let them know what we're doing over here, trying to promote free speech trying to save the world the best way we can. So um, I was just looking at the news real quick. We're going to be getting into ESG. We're going to get into um, the trace system and how they're going to monitor that. Some of this really dark kind of climate controlled propaganda and this cult that's going on with that. It's when, it, when I start looking into this stuff to me, it seems like they're trying to depopulate us. I was even kicking around the idea of renaming my show to the depopulation report, but I couldn't get it to wrap around the the triangle the right way. So I kind of gave up on that idea, but it seems like either whether it's with the money or the climate, or of course with war, (laughs) they're trying to, they're trying to kill everybody off. So that's kind of the conclusion I came to with some of this stuff and we're going to dive into it, but uh, it looks like at the border this morning, we got some weird shit going on. In Mexico, I can't pronounce that name. I should have asked Shepard if he could uh, pronounce that for me. But um, it seems like they're they're telling U.S. employees, I'm guessing like government department people, to shelter in place. So we'll kind of see what's going on with that as the day unfolds. Uh, people's expensive-ass yachts catching on fire. I would be so fucking mad. <laughs> I couldn't imagine. my Was it like half a million or quarter million dollar yacht on fire? I would... Go try to fight somebody over that shit. That is ridiculous. But back to the the uh, agenda at hand here. When I started looking into climate change and stuff like that, it, it gets real murky. There's people back in like the early 1900s, the late 1800s that started talking about carbon and shit in the atmosphere. It, and it seems kind of preposterous to me that they could already kind of link to that that shit to there. I think it was just more of like an idea, like, hey, this shit's kind of dirty. We want to save the environment. And that's kind of respectable in its own way. I'm sure they had probably decent intentions at the time. But where where that gets kind of a, kind of shifted to to something that with the we try to build an agenda off of that to pop to depopulate the world, control the population, uh, keep keep all the resources for the people in power. So I think that's where it kind of shifted over. And we can point to David Rockefeller. Probably one of the the first people. We don't need to talk, go into too deep a detail about that dude. He was a, a real big piece of shit, and he kind of 
brought along this other guy, kind of start helped mentoring him, and his name was Maurice Strong. And this dude, he's a he's a Canadian, and gets brought into the UN at the age of seventeen. I don't know how you do that. At seventeen, I was I don't know drinking beer and smoking weed and staying out at my friend's house. Was not worried about shit going on with the UN. So you can see this Maury Strong. He was kind of he was propped up. He was he was put in this position to carry out to carry out an agenda. And he he started off with um, kind of into the climate change thing, and then he served in the, the UN for a little bit. He got out, and then he got into guess what? Got into the oil business. <laughs> of course, like any good scam, you need to go ahead and make that make that side money with uh, what you're trying to control. And of course, when they they do this stuff to regulate businesses, they end up making it harder for the smaller businesses, and they can have their, their big businesses take over basically. And it's, it's a really, it's a good idea in a way if it benefits you, but if it doesn't, then it really is shitty for everybody else. And so Maury strong, he kind of just goes through the years, just doing shady shit here and there. It's really, it's hard to pin him down. Like you could almost do a whole show just on this guy. Cause he is the, the worst there's scandals and, in 2005, he got in trouble. For, he got into this uh, oil for food scandal. Of course, <laughs> I love these environmentalist people. And it was a he endorsed a check for about a million dollars. So that's where it kind of got him in trouble uh, for a um, Jordanian in a Jordanian bank. And also, strangely enough, that year he got a, 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 a honor or an award, whatever you want to call this. The it's called the Order of Manitoba. So. <laughs> I'm assuming I couldn't really find too much detail about that. It's not really important, but you can see like he, you do something bad and you get rewarded for it. Of course, it's a tale as old as time and we're going to move on. Lost my notes. Okay, here we go. Um, okay. We're going to jump back to David Rockefeller and this guy named Dr. Alexander King. These two, they ran around setting up shit like the club of Rome. Uh, Alexander King helped find the, He's like a senior member at the Tavistock Institute, where, of course, they control what what's popular, like the Beatles, and I'm sure like Elvis and rock and roll music and shit like that, stuff that went mainstream. They, they kind of help create culture, I guess is the best way to put that. But we're going to focus in on the Club of Rome. And you go over to the Club of Rome's website. I have it here somewhere. And it looks very mundane. It looks like they're they're trying to save the world. We're trying to bring everybody together we're, we're here to do great stuff but really of course they're not these people are into the the whole climate change thing pretty heavily they also wrote a book i was trying to find some good quotes from it but they were all kind of i dove into it for like 30 minutes 45 minutes i couldn't find any ones that i was really looking for to show how shady this shit is with the 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 book called limits to growth and in this book, they, they're basically saying we need to get everything, get population down so we can save resources. It doesn't matter how, excuse me, it doesn't matter exactly how we go about doing this. We, we just have to get it done. Either it doesn't matter if it's a, it's a real problem or a problem that we kind of make up and invent on our own. And we could, of course, see what they, they did that with, you know, COVID and, 
<laughs> and, uh, you know, the invisible enemy, that kind of shit. And then they, of course, do it with climate change because it's it's the easiest easiest way to go about controlling people is to just make up some shit. And then you get scientists on board and you get them to push your shit. And while that's going on, you you do this over over time. You do it slowly. You do it incremental incrementally to the the generations. So I can't imagine like when my when my daughter my daughter gets older, what the kind of shit that's gonna be ingrained into the people over um like when her kids and stuff like that. It's gonna slowly keep building. I think eventually though I say this only has like another couple gen maybe two generations left before they finally got to do something with this because you can only keep on saying oh it's coming it's coming <laughs> excuse me um you can only keep on saying that something's you know coming the boy who cried wolf or whatever it, it only works for so long so eventually you got to do something and i don't know what exactly that'll look like but i'm assuming they could fake something something could be coming from space um it, that they already know is coming, so they're trying to use this as to to depopulate us. You know, there's there's many ways to go about that. And what else did I have for Club of Rome? That's kind of it. It's just a really shady organization. They they use their money to to fund other stuff, uh, to push out propaganda. We have them funding. Um, I'm sure the W WEF. They kind of work with them, and. Yeah, the Club of Rome, they came up with this thing also. I think it was them. It's hard to link where ESG comes from. And this is something that's pretty, it's, it sucks. It stands for Environmental Social Governance. And this is basically communism in a way. In, in a way, it could, be, it could be useful just to kind of know when you're buying something where, where exactly it's you know, based from what it took to make it. It was, it was a little slave shops with kids in it that was making it. Like, that would be kind of nice to know, which we know Nike and Apple, and they all do that shit, but they, they get promoted to the top. Nobody nobody seems to care that much. So that that's not <laughs> the greatest thing ever. But, um, okay, so uh, environmental social governance. This... Is um, they're trying to use it for redefine. Um, trying to think of the right word here, to where you stakeholder capitalism instead of shareholder capitalism. They want to go to stakeholder to get everybody involved in the business. Basically, that's what that's kind of where I get that communism feel for it. But um, when you kind of break this down, the um, like each kind of the the environmental and the social and the governance, they have like little subcategories. Here in in it, um, the, under the environmental part of it, there's things like uh, corporate climate policy, energy use, waste, pollution, natural resource conservation, and the treatment of animals. So you can really see that goes over like a, a wide variety of businesses. Of course, if it's Nike, for example, they're probably not treating animals bad. So. You can kind of like wrap, wipe that one off the board with it. And um, each one, like the environmental thing, I mean, you can kind of understand that one. That seems, like I said, reasonable. And that, that's how the, I think that's the most important way they go about it is they make it seem kind of reasonable for some people. And then some people 
it was completely like, oh, fuck, this is the greatest thing ever. And some people just like complete bullshit. <laughs> but um, so that so that's one part of the scoring. And this is where it gets it gets weird. Let's say this is where we get into the communist kind of shit. The uh, under under the social criteria, they uh, look at a company's relationship with stakeholders. Does it hold suppliers to its own ESG standards? So I'm guessing the people that get their supplies from, like if you're making uh, watches, you got somebody that's just making the glass and you're just assembling it, something like that, I'm assuming. Does the company donate a percentage of its profits to local community or encourage employees to perform volunteer work there? I don't really know what the hell to think about that like at my job sometimes they'll try to get us to do that when there's like a fair or something like oh hey you go and hand out our product and shit like that not into that this dude does not uh work for free at his job that is that seems like a stupid ass idea like if i'm gonna do it i'm gonna make some money but um i guess yeah just trying to get people involved in the community um do workplace conditions reflect high regard for employees health and safety or does it or does the company take unethical advantage of its customers i really don't know what to think of that one i thought there was more here i don't i'm missing something i'm not sure what it was but under the the social part i think this might be because of this website but it was talking about diversity hires like do you have the the gay black lesbian uh <laughs> giant working or something for you like how many people in your board of directors are you know, people of color or do they, or they use pronouns like trans and shit like that. That, that'll definitely be taken into criteria. If you just have a bunch of white dudes working on the board, that's not going to be reflected very well in your score. They're going to ding you on that. And under the governance, uh, ESG governance standards ensure a company's use uses accurate and transparent accounting methods, pursues integrity, integrity and diversity in selecting its leadership. Oh, okay. It was under this part, my bad. And it's accountability to shareholders. So that's what I'm saying. They, they don't want you to hire the, the person that's best suited for the job. They want you to hire, um, who, who they, you know, they want you to go ahead and appoint the, the Kamala Harris or the Katanji Brown Jacksons to the people. They just look a certain way, which is, is that's racist too. I understand how people could think that it could go both ways, but, it doesn't make any sense. I mean, whoever's doing the best job should be should be the one that gets it. You know, it's, it makes sense, but of course, in the backwards ass, upside down world, none of that shit does. Okay, and then um, ESG investors may require assurance that companies avoid conflict of interest in their choice of board members and senior executives. Don't use political uh, don't use political contributions to obtain preferential treatment or encourage an illegal conduct. So they want to make sure you're giving money to the DNC and to nobody else, which I don't know why, you know, I mean, I know why they give it to him, but I don't know why like an individual would, of course, companies do that to try to buy favor and clout with position with the politicians to get special treatment. And especially under this, Jesus Christ, I'm sorry, especially under uh, the modern, System of where um, that was loud as shit. I don't know what happened there. Um, <clears throat> kind of threw me off. Um, yeah, okay, we're gonna move on because I lost my train of thought. <laughs> that loud as shit. But um, 
okay, like I said, the social and the governance part of uh, ESG, like I said, it doesn't really fit into the into this climate change thing. So ESG can be another one of those things. You got to we got to come back and kind of dive into it more because there's a lot more going on there than what kind of what I have time for today. So we're gonna we're gonna move on um, kind of out of that part and zoom back to this environmental thing. They um, they're gonna do a lot of crazy shit with it. I had some stuff I was going to pull up here. I can't find it now. Um, okay. All right. I'm not seeing it. We're just going to circle back around to something else here. We're going to circle back. <laughs> um, okay. I lost some train of thought here. Okay. Um, okay. I have lost it. Okay. Okay. All right. Here we go. I'm sorry. Um, they're going to use ESG also to kind of fund people to kind of run certain companies out of business. If you're not following along with, with their plan, people like BlackRock and Vanguard, they're not going to invest in your company. And if you're not getting kind of that, that assets flowing into your businesses, your business, you're going to get shut down. So places like um, companies that operate in like higher risk areas uh, or have exposure to, to coal or hard rock mining, nuclear or coal power, private prisons, agriculture, uh, biotech, tobacco, tar sand, or weapons and firearms, like those kind of companies, excuse me, um, they're going to have a harder time trying to get this ESG score up unless they go ahead and bribe the, the politicians. So that is definitely one way to go about it. Um, the companies that are going to kind of fare better will be uh, – Definitely like the, the Exxon, the people that have a shit ton of money to throw. They can call up Nancy Pelosi or Chuck Schumer and be like, hey, we need some help with this legislation so we can kind of curtail around this. And definitely what she, the military <laughs> doesn't really need, um, you know, investing necessarily because, of course, the, the people already have to pay for it with taxes and everything or, you know, just or just crank up and print some money out. But um, like those people per like the military, like the flying of the planes and all that kind of stuff. That's that does way more polluting than uh, me over here at my house with my AC set down to like 74 or something, you know, that's, there's no, there's no comparison of course. And if they wanted to get real serious, we'd figure out a way to, I guess, put a cap in a volcano. <laughs> so the, so the, all the emissions from it, like when uh, La Palma was going off, they went off for like 90 days. That probably did more, put more car, carbon into the atmosphere than, oh God, maybe a whole country for hundreds of years. There's, there's no comparison there. It's, it's apples to oranges. What people are doing, it's compared to like what's already just happening in the world. Carbon happens, and when you, when they want to push this down to zero carbon, there's nothing that's going to live. There will be no plans and, of course, no people. You might have cockroaches. That's the only thing I can think of that can live with, you know, on the surface of the sun, basically. There's there's no 
no way for us to exist. I saw some weird shit too at the other day at the store. There was, I was walking past like the bacon or something like that, and there was zero, or like net zero, bacon. I don't, I can't remember exactly what it said, but it was something to do with that. And they're advertising with that, with that kind of leading off. I, I should have stopped and looked at it closer if it was, um, God, if it was like fake bacon or I don't even think turkey bacon could be like net zero carbon emissions or whatever the hell. There's it, probably like crickets in there, I'm assuming. Or I'd, yeah. or it could be people too. Like it could be negative carbon if you're cutting up people and putting it into bacon. That'd be disgusting. But uh, like I'm, I'm sure that they're that bacon or that company or whatever that's making that shit. They probably have a really good ESG score. They're probably getting funded by by all the the shitty the shitty companies out there. And uh, oh god, okay. Oh, we just got a little bit more here. I guess this kind of breaks it down a little bit better than I was talking about earlier. But um, under the environmental, um, they want you to uh, publish a carbon or sustainability report limit uh, harmful pollutants and chemicals, seeks to lower greenhouse gas emissions, use renewable energy sources. And then, I don't know why that was broken down, so weird. I need to fix my notes and shit. But under um, under social here, it says, uh, operates an ethical supply chain, supports LGBTQ rights. I think they're missing a letter or two there. Seems to be updated. And encourages diversity, has uh, policies to protect against sexual misconduct, Pays fair wages, which that 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 one doesn't make any sense either. That's we can go off on a tangent on that one with the you know the labor the the wage inflation cycle. You know if you keep on paying more, there's companies that are just going to charge more. You know we could go on and on. It's a like a dog chasing this tail. They just need to fix the fucking economies, but we're not into that today. Um, and then governance uh, embraced diversity on the board of directors, embraces corporate transparency. Uh, someone other than the CEO is the chair of the board. I don't know what the hell that means. Okay, so and there's a, there's a lot of ways to go with, with ESG. The environmental part of it will need to be uh, will need to be tracked. So they can you can do that through you know self reporting or there's some other systems. We can uh, we can we'll get into that here in a little bit. I don't want to jump the gun on that, but um, I have a clip of our favorite little Swedish girl. If I can get my laptop to turn on, I guess I went too long without turning it on. Okay, here we go. And uh, of course, she is always out there just being herself. You got to respect that, right? Oh, what happened to this? I swear, it's amazing sometimes how everything can break. I was just checking this shit for two hours before the show. I don't know what is happening. Oh, helps if I click the right one. Nope, it's just me. All right, let's get over to to Tigretta. I know we've probably all heard this clip a million times, but it just kind of goes to show how they use they use kids to to try to. I guess make people feel a certain way, kind of get into your heartstrings and it's, it's real shitty to do. I mean, I think we can all agree on that, but, um, and that's just kind of circles back to the, how they're using, how they're going to do this. Have they done it so slowly? I mean, they've been kind of going off and on with this stuff for 
80 years or maybe even longer than that. Probably like 70, 70. Shit, I don't know. It's been going on for a long time. And, um, and they just, they just play on our, our emotions and ignorance and they like to conflate the, the, um, the difference between, uh, pollution and then the, the difference between like the, the shit that they're using just to turn to depopulate us. Okay, let's go with uh, those Greta here. This crazy lady. There is no planet B. There is no planet blah. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. This is not about some expensive, politically correct green... There's something funny that happens right there in this clip. If you ever like really no, you can't watch it. Of course, this is a radio show. But if you look at that first time, she says that blah, blah, blah shit. You see like something click in her brain. Like there's this amazing idea. She's like, fuck, I can say some really dumb shit up here and people are going to worship me like I'm like I'm a like a god. It's so crazy. All right, let's get back. Green act of bunny hugging or blah blah blah. Build back better, blah blah blah. Green economy, blah blah blah. Net zero by 2050, blah blah blah. Net zero, blah blah blah. Climate neutral, blah blah blah. Our hopes and dreams drown in their empty words and promises. Of course, we need constructive dialogue, but they've now had 30 years of blah blah blah, and where has that led us? Over 50% of all our CO2 emissions have occurred since 1990 and a third since 2005. If this is what they consider to be climate action, then we don't want it. They invite cherry-picked young people to meetings like this to pretend that they are listening to us. But they are not. They are clearly not listening to us. And they never have. Just look at the numbers. Look at the statistics. The emissions are still rising. The science doesn't lie. Okay, so just the propaganda is is amazing with it. And they're just going to keep on hammering kids with it until we, uh, I don't know, we got to fight back or something. But um, in the meantime, they're going to defund pretty much all of our businesses. And they're going to make it to where you, they're going to, this is this is where I kind of get real worried with the ESG thing because of course right now they're just saying hey countries are doing it, um, then we're gonna get to the businesses and then we're gonna get it down to to people, and that's where that shit gets gets real real scary when you go into the to the store and you're trying to to buy some steak or something say it's like a special occasion which it doesn't even need to be i mean you just eat steak whenever the fuck you want to as far as i'm concerned i do (laughs) and uh um they'll be like no you can't have it you've you've exceeded your your allotment for for this month or however you want to look at it the week and it'll be kind of hard to do that unless they get rid of money that's where you need that like financial reset also we, we talk about and hear about to to where you won't get paid dollar bills. You'll get paid um, carbon bucks or some shit like that. So if you buy crickets, you know, it'll be 50 cents. But if you go buy a, a steak or something like that, it's going to cost 
uh, a million carbon bucks or something like that. I'm just throwing out some numbers. So that's something we really, really need to focus on with ESG is that we can't just be just kind of, okay, let's let them do whatever kind of dumb shit they want to do because they'll just slowly keep chipping it down, keep getting it closer to us. And it, it's going to be ridiculous. I mean, they, they talk about how uh, climate is affecting diseases and shit these days. That sounds that sounds preposterous. I got the clip here, and I'll play it here in a second. But they, they just point out the most obvious things, like, hey, if it rains too much, there's going to be mosquitoes. I mean, you know what? No shit. No shit. It, and that's going to prevent me from keeping my house cooler. It's going to prevent me from taking a driving like driving for a vacation no fucking way like if i want to cool my house down and i can afford it then why wouldn't you do it it's preposterous but let's um let's jump over to the weather channel we're gonna kind of move away from esg for now and we're gonna get into the the tracking of it because that's gonna be where we're kind of the rubber meets the road. I mean, they can talk big about all this ESG shit and how environmental it is, but if you're self-reporting, there's no real accurate way. And they want to be down to the precise amount so they can try to charge the shit out of you. So let's jump over to this uh, weather channel clip and then we're going to get to there. Let me mess with my stuff here. Okay, not bad concerned about climate change, it turns out that it could make you sick. So a new study found that weather extremes from climate change can actually have a pretty big impact on infectious diseases. For example, downpours and flooding led to diseases caused by mosquitoes and rats. Warming oceans and heat waves contain seafoods and things we eat. And droughts can bring bats that carry infections to people. Warming temperatures also are allowing some pathogens to more successfully reproduce and become more virulent. It's long been known that weather has had an impact on disease, but the study documents how widespread that connection really is. Scientists say more than half of the hundreds of known infectious diseases are affected. They range from Lyme disease to flu, typhoid, cholera, West Nile disease, just a couple examples there. Researchers at the University of Hawaii looked at more than 70,000 scientific papers to document all the health hazards that climate change poses. So it turns out that cutting down on greenhouse gases is actually pretty good for your health in a lot of ways. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, what needs to be said about that? That is, yeah, they just connect two things that mildly fit together and see what happens. It's like when you're a kid and you can't get the, the puzzle piece to fit right. You just start hammering that shit and stomping on it or you start... Start peeling away at the cardboard. <laughs> it's like, I'm going to get people scared of COVID and I'm going to get them scared of, of uh, climate change at the same time. Let's go. This is make that shit happen. Hilarious, hilarious shit. I get confused sometimes, which from on the laptop or on the, on the computer here. Anyways, um, I'm just slightly stupid sometimes. Okay, so the TRACE system, uh, this uh, stands for Tracking Real-Time Atmospheric Carbon Emissions. So, of course, I think we can probably guess off the top of our head who, what piece of shit came up with this. I need a drum roll button. I don't have it. 
Al Gore, of course. And there's there's a very interesting thing to kind of jump back to Marie Strong real quick, where we see kind of Rockefeller kind of hand the ball off to uh, Marie Strong, and then Marie Strong hand it off to Al Gore. And I'm kind of curious who Al Gore can hand it off to. Some people might think it's Greta. Um, it could be AOC. It could be somebody like that, but I don't know who who's going to hand it off to. And this motherfucker's getting old. I didn't realize how old he was looking until I started kind of watching some videos for this. But the um, chinchilla's going crazy over there. Um, let's see, where did I have that at? I had a clip with the some of the information here about uh, Trace. Oh, there we go. Okay. All right, so this this isn't like a brand new thing. This has kind of been around for for a few years. This this uh, trace thing. They're going to be using, I think it was about five hundred satellites to to kind of fly around, of course, and uh, they'll be taking pictures and uh, what else was it like a thermo kind of thermal imaging of of stuff of a uh, stuff, but of um you know waste plants. Uh, uh, coal plants that use you know water or whatever to cool it down, uh, nuclear plants, shit like that. I have an article right here somewhere, but um, it's kind of trippy. They'll, they said they'll these satellites will be able to detect if there's like the slightest ripple in a in the lake because they're using the lake to cool cool down stuff, cool down plants, and uh, they'll eventually be using this on people. That's <laughs> where this comes back to, but um, with Trace, it could be a country like uh, Bangladesh, and they say, you know, I'm only using you know five tons of carbon a year, which just making up shit here, making up numbers, uh, and they could have been you know doing that for years, and then whenever this this system gets really kicked into place, they can start looking it over, looking it over, and be like, hey, you sure on that? You sure you're only doing five? And like, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't need to pay any more money. It's fine. And then finally they can just nail their ass to the wall with this. And you could use maybe military. You could do sanctions. You could ask them for money. I don't know how much money Bangladesh has. You can kind of blackmail countries for sure. You can get war started. You can do a lot of bad shit. You can go and take over their infrastructure with the IMF or something like that. A lot of different ways to go about that. And, of course, you can get it to, to countries not countries, companies. There we go. It is too early in the morning. Um, you get to companies, and just like what we we talked about earlier with like Walmart and Home Depot during the pandemic, they can stay open, but the you know the mom and pop grocery store, hardware store, we gotta close your bitch ass down because it's safer for people to go to Walmart, and they have to you know have money for those stupid ass stickers on the ground that. Say you can only walk one way down the aisle, stuff like that. But they'll they'll do that with this. So like, say you make I don't know, you make car radios or something like that. You make a rugs, and they come around and like, hey, you're you're doing too much. There's there's you can either pay us or you can cut back on your emissions. But cut back on your emissions, you're probably not going to make enough money to pay for your bills. So you know what are we going to do here? And they can probably just fine you out of existence i'm assuming or you just have to close down shop and walk away which i mean i could see him doing that personally because there's once this once this kind of stuff was like signed into law and everything like that is it'll kind of be 
and I guess back to COVID when they would run around and um, just, you know, the police start harassing you and shit and be like, hey, you can't can't have your bar open, bro. You got to shut your shit down. This is a health department. And they could maybe use the health department to do this, too. There's a lot of different ways to uh, to to go about this. And then, of course, it'll get down to the person and they'll <laughs> no shit. They'll probably like zoom in on your house and be like, you had your lights on past uh, past curfew. So now we're going to come in and probably beat the shit out of you and uh, don't do that again. Or we'll we'll give you a ticket for for you um, running your heat too much during the winter. That that kind of stuff I don't think is is unlikely. And with satellites, and then they'll probably have like little snitch groups running around doing this kind of shit. Like I seen I seen the Davises down there with the with the with their uh, their porch light on. We should probably go go tell the go tell the police or something. Very very shady shit. I um thought I had another clip here. It's gonna play. I don't know what's going on here. Okay. Yes. Okay, here we go. This'll um this'll tie into you know, when when you start getting tracked with this kind of stuff, you'll you'll get like a, the ID and all that kind of crazy shit. So let's uh let's play this clip real quick. Get this down. I need more of me. Okay, let's play this clip. They get a digital currency in place, and that's ultimately where they want to go. And then the shopping and spending preferences, they'll know all of this, who you associate with judging whether your choices are in compliance with the government's wishes, whether they're so-called green, social security, veteran services, travel and movement records, whether you will be allowed to travel, whether you'll have access to travel, surveillance, website viewing, they'll track what, what websites you're going to, employment status, wealth measurement, that's bank records, uh, social media comments, everything you do will be recorded and converted into digital form and then used against you to control you. And that's what they really want. They want control. All of this is about control. And it started with the COVID measures, Maria. We, we saw those. They were despicable. And by the way, the World Economic Forum is the source of our digital identity bill. Parts of our digital identity bill were copied and pasted from World Economic Forum's digital platform policy, I think it's called, uh, digital, digital project. And I just asked for an update from one of my staff. And he said that the same bill or virtually identical bill has been rolled out in other countries around the world. New Zealand, Canada, Britain, Singapore, Thailand. That's where bills are before the parliament right now. The EU, European Union has a bill for the whole of the European Union. Malaysia has it in place, passed already. It's already at 64% uptake. They, so. It's, it'll be needed once they get 100% uptake or very close to 100% uptake, then they will just make it compulsory for anything to do with the government or banking. Uh, in the Philippines, it's similar. And in Indonesia, it's across government only, not banking yet. So they're, they're moving this out throughout Asia and throughout the European Union and through Canada in North America. Okay, I'm not 100% sure that was the right clip, but I think that was what I was trying to get at. I think so. <laughs> My bad. 
Um, but you could see how they could tie that together. Of course, they, they use kind of COVID as the as that that first stepping stone with uh, trying to get the that tracking and stuff. Like I said, you can get the ESG in place, then you got to track it, and then you could easily set up this this system of of how you can tie that all together. In anything Al Gore is involved in, that part just I don't know how people still trust that dude. It is. It is fucked up. And then I almost forgot about this part. This is where <laughs> it gets real bad because not only would it be like Joe Schmo sitting in this uh, command room or whatever, where they're tracking all the satellites and, you know, basing these judgments on everybody, they're going to bring in AI to it. And this is the uh, other, this is the, the tandem part to, to the trace system is none other than motherfucking Eric Schmidt. The, the Google, I don't think he was the founder, but he's he's at the head of he was at the head of Google. He left there, and he went to work for I think it was like I don't think it was DARPA. I could be wrong. I don't have that written down, but let me cough real quick. Okay, sorry. Still have the cough going. You don't want to hear that. I want to blow out Charles' eardrums. But um, Eric Schmidt, I can't remember which. Uh, which part of the government he's working for these days, but he's, he's, he's a relatively smart dude. He's into AI. He, uh, <laughs> I don't think he ever said this publicly, but you can, we can kind of infer this from, from some of the, the shit that he does. You know, if you get, you know, 2 million results in Twitter and not Twitter and on Google, when you search something that's, you know, uh, way too many, you need, you need like one, you need one result. And that's what the government wants to tell you. So he's he's one of those kind of guys. So he's going to work in this AI system into Trace. And, I mean, it could be just set to, you know, just do the job of a human or something like that. Or it could be rigged for, for special companies uh, or people or countries like, hey, we're not going to be messing with England about their their ESG or their carbon footprint, anything like that. We're not going to fuck with them because they're they're on our team. But... Russia over there, or I don't really know if we'd mess with China or not, because <laughs> what are we going to do to them? Or India, we're not going to fuck with them too much, but we might be like, hey, hey, you need to give us some money, or you know, we're gonna we're gonna mess with you a little bit. We're gonna make life a little difficult for you, but I could see definitely like a country in in Africa or in the Middle East uh, that's being pollute being too polluty. When you use that word. Um, they, we'd go and start fucking with them for sure. We'd go and start throwing some bombs and be like, hey, we got some war crimes going on over here. We got that yellow cake or they got that yellow cake, something like that. And just the idea of artificial intelligence just creeping up on you all the time with, with satellites, it's 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 really chilling. I know uh, Shepard uses this, this um, example sometimes with like Running Man. That is that'd be terrifying who wants to live in that kind of world uh, i don't think anybody does but they are just pushing us there ever so slowly and this um this other thing here i had carbon tax on my list but i think car- carbon tax is kind of it's kind of went by the wayside i think that's why they had to like kind of reinvent it with with this esg and this trace system kind of set up here because there was i was looking at the list of people that have adopted carbon tax uh, hardly any at all there's been a couple places um like finland they're one of the countries that are at the top of the 
ESG scores. I had that pulled up, but I'm not seeing that link. I don't want to waste any time looking for it, but it's kind of weird. Like I would assume people that have like the highest, like the countries that have the highest uh, ESG score would be like ones that are, you know, like kind of like third world in a way. Like they're not, there's no manufacturing. Nobody's driving Bentleys or anything around. Excuse me. And um, so I, I didn't see that anywhere on there. It was like Finland, uh, Norway, shit like that at the top of the list. Of course, we see what's going on with them and their farming. I, I'm assuming that's kind of kind of correlated in a way. But um, yeah, so I think the carbon tax. I think that's thing. That thing's gone. It's been switched over to something else. But um, okay, we're still kind of okay on time here. Um, let's jump over to this one last kind of thing for this uh, for this segment here. Um, sustainable development goals. This is ridiculous. Let me find that real quick. Okay. This is, um, this, I found this on uh, Twitter at youth SDGs. Youth, okay, yeah, sustainable development goals. Okay. Um, on this thing here, they have, there's one earth, there's 17 uh, sustainable development goals with 169 targets. I'm guessing that's countries. There's 169 countries. I, I can't remember exactly. I thought it was a little less than that, but. First one, no po- no poverty. Okay. And I think they were wanting um, six, $6 trillion for this. There's something crazy. I, I remember reading it, but I can't recall it off the top of my head. They wanted an insane amount of money for this. And, of course, I'm guessing, like, the UN and shit like that's going to kind of work with them and, and try to try to get this going. First one, no, po- no poverty. Why do you need that much money to do that? Just give people the money, right? Why does it have to be ran through all these, these stupid-ass corporations? The second one is zero hunger. Okay, <laughs> that kind of goes back to the to the first one. It's all upside down world with these people. Three is a uh, good health and well being. Of course, we don't, don't want that. Uh, um, quality education, like Common Core and stuff like that. That's worked great. Like you're you're lucky. I feel like um, I guess for people like a little bit older, we were doing good. We can read and we can kind of think outside the box. I'm not going to say all the young kids are, are really fucked and they can't read and everything like that, but that number is growing. It is growing considerably in my opinion. I'm not going to shit on all the younger people because there are some good young people out there and uh, we got to make sure we're not fucking too hard on them. We need to help bring them up. Uh, gender equality. <laughs> oh God. I don't even, I don't even know if we need to touch that one. I think that we've beaten that one with the, with a bat too much that that horse is dead as shit uh clean water and sanitation okay you know stop putting shit in the water and then you know i don't know how we're gonna help people like in fucking chad with with clean water when everything's a desert probably need to build them some desalinization plants but you know we're not gonna do that we're just gonna come up with these fancy fancy graphs here this kind of reminds me of at work we have these these like charts of like shit that we need to take care of, like uh, be nice to the customers and not, it's not that exactly, but like innovation and shit like that, like stuff that I can't even control. And I'm not innovating anything, uh, affordable and clean energy, uh, decent work and economic, economic growth. Okay. Inter- industry, innovation and infrastructure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, reduce inequalities. Okay. So that means we're all going to be fucking poor. We're all going to be eating crickets and we're all going to love it. Uh, sustainable cities and communities. I'm pretty sure uh, homeboy living out of a, a hut in uh, Tajikistan is really 
worried about sustainable cities. He's probably just trying to worry about eating. And they have money, but they won't feed them. Uh, responsible consumption and production. Uh, climate action, of course. I'm surprised that's not number one. <laughs> uh, life below water, life on land. This, they're kind of running out of shit right here. They could have made this a little bit shorter. I think 15 would have been better than 17. Peace, justice, and strong institutions. And then partnership for goals. So that's the kind of bullshit they're coming up with. This is basically all this stuff they want to to hack away at. They don't want this shit anymore. Really, really disappointing shit that, that takes that much money to come up with that stuff. Okay, let's start tying some of this together. We got about uh, a little less than 12 minutes left. We got about 10 minutes. Um, okay, so all that shit, you know, that's all, you know, what that is, all that, what it is. When you should start getting real worried about this is when the United States government, if you live in the U.S., if you don't, then I don't guess you got to worry about it too much. But when when the government passes an inflation bill and they sneak in 80, uh, 87,000, yeah, 87,000 IRS agents. It's more more people working for them than several you know departments in the government, probably more than the post office and like the DOJ put together. And why are they giving them guns? Why have they been buying bullets? Why are they telling these people in the hiring uh, materials, why are they telling them they need to be able to use deadly force? It seems to me that they are arming a an account, account, accountability kind of uh, department for the government that when you when you exceed these things when you use too much they can come and i'm guessing kick down your door they can uh fine you for having too much shit in your house too much shit that maybe you've gotten illegally maybe they're going to come and take a sample of your shit to see how much steak you've been eating they they can come in document everything they will probably shoot your ass if you step out of line i do not think it's normal for a branch of the government that's it's not even really should even be part of the government but that's another i guess uh topic right there for another show but they shouldn't have the ability to carry guns around when they are just sitting in an office uh, messing with paperwork it seems like there is some other kind of an agenda afoot. When I when I see this and I see this climate shit escalating, I get very concerned. And how they sneak this in, like if they just wanted this many extra IRS people, they could go and just be like, hey, we need this extra people. Why are they sneaking it in? Back in 2006, there was a, uh, she's a doctor or scientist, Hold on one second. Let me clear my nose real quick. I don't want y'all have to listen to that. Okay, I'm back. Um, let's see here. Where is she? Um, uh, yeah, she's a UT ecologist. Okay. Uh, this is like a little bit of an article. I'm just going to read it for a second here. At first, I thought someone was making a really stupid April Fool's joke. But apparently, it is true that the Texas Distinguished Scientist of 2006 University of Texas ecologist Erica Pant, I don't know how to say her name. I'm really terrible at saying last names. Um, <laughs> starts with a P. I don't know. 
Well, it's not important. Uh, told a meeting of the Texas Academy of Science that 90% of his, oh, Eric, did I say Erica? Shit, I'm stupid. Um, 90% of his fellow human beings must die. In order to save the planet, a very dis, uh, disturbed Forrest M. Mills, the third chairman of the environmental science section of the Texas Academy of Science, writing at the Citizen's reported, okay. Yeah, so we got people out there, scientists, trust, trust the science, listen to the professionals at all times. We need to get rid of 90% of the people. So it goes back to what the Club of Rome, what they said in in their book, uh, Limits to Control Growth, that we have to do this no matter what, no matter if it's, if it's real or fake, there's there's no way to to stop this agenda. Or, you know, they're just going to keep on pushing it. It's kind of what they're thinking. And I don't really have any, uh, I guess, kind of bright spots to kind of try to cheer this up a little bit. Um, they've been doing this for such a long time. They've they've kind of chipped away at it. Uh, I think maybe the <laughs> the best way. I would say the best way is just to, you know, go start your own part of the world, go start your own community or something like that. But they're going to have satellites in the air with uh, infrared and, and the thermal on it to see see wherever you're at. It's going to be really hard to, to run away from this. But um, I guess trying to think of another way to, to work around this might be, uh, God, Maybe, I guess, just talking about it more. Maybe try not to get people to buy into it. I would say try to elect people into government that would, you know, kind of work for us and help us out. But uh, I don't really think that's working out too well. Uh, I'm trying to think of any other ways <laughs> to uh, to kind of, uh, you know, live uh, live a normal life when when you see something like this staring down at you. There's uh there's not too many, but um we'll figure something out. Like I said, this isn't the the end of the road or anything. We'll we'll kind of come up with some ideas as as things progress and see how you know the fight takes us, how the we take on the fight and everything. But um, I want to thank y'all for tuning in. Um, hopefully that's better than the the last show. Getting used to this and everything, doing this uh this this form of content of a. Uh, you know, going for an hour and trying to make it entertaining and fun. Um, if you enjoy the show, uh, if you enjoy the network, please, please share it out. If you, if you do have a couple cents rolling around in your pocket and you want to wad those up and throw them up at the internet to uh, help us cover some bills here until we get some sponsors and stuff like that going, we would really appreciate it. I will, uh, I will be back here next Saturday at 7 a.m. Central if uh, you missed the show or you want to listen to certain parts of it again or, you know, whatever you want to do, um, this show is archived on Apple Podcasts and all that places here. I need to double check with Shepard. I think I don't know if we have the archive section working on the website. yet. I need to double check with him on that. But um, you can check it out that way. Um, check out all the other great shows. There's a full schedule there um, down at the bottom of the page. If you uh, are ever having issues with listening to the show and like it keeps on cutting out, there's two different uh, streaming qualities there. I think we're working on a way to, if you're listening on mobile, it'll kind of like 
help you choose that a little easier. And then maybe if you can, you can up or move it around or whatever, if you have good service, but, uh, so take advantage of that option if you need it. Uh, like I said, we got the full schedule over there. Um, I think the next show, I guess the next live show will be uh rant cast tomorrow night, I believe. And, uh, that'll be pretty interesting. I can't remember what he said he was talking about. I know he said something the other day about talking about the box saga, but I don't know if he's, if he's doing that on here or not. I need to, Check into that. I don't want to promote something that he's not going to do and people get disappointed. But um, yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully you enjoyed everything. Uh, like I said, support the network if you can, but definitely do share it. Um, I'm going to get out of here in just a second. I think the, the outro should start. I don't want to go too far uh, on something and get cut off with that. But um, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm a little worried about what's coming, but, um, you know, we'll work together and uh, we'll make this happen. But uh, thank you for tuning in. I will see you next weekend on my show. I will then I'll see you also Monday on the Shepherd and Bella show, 6 p.m. Central. Thank you all for tuning in. Have a great weekend. This is Bethany Adani from The Shepherd Ambellis Show, co-host with Aaron Cole. And I'm here to remind you that you can catch us on Ambellis Talk Network, Monday through Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central. Again, you can catch us on ATN.Live. Call anytime and show us some love. ATN.Live, The Shepherd Ambellis Show, with Shepherd Ambellis and co-host Bethany Adani, which is myself, and Aaron Cole. Join us. Hi everyone, Shepard Ambellis here, and I wanted to personally thank you for tuning in to the Ambellis Talk Network, where you can listen to your favorite shows and guests chop it up 24-7, 365. News, talk, and commentary. ATN.Live has it all. Great shows like Rained Out Rantcast, Conspiracy Chicks, Berserker Survival, The Cole Report, and my show, the Shepherd Ambella Show. Click the schedule button on the main page to view the full schedule. Also, don't forget to support the network. Scroll down to the bottom of the main page and show some love. Check out your favorite shows 
ATN.live, the Ambellus Talk Network.